Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. We're going to review Thor, Love, and Thunder for you. And my name is Wayne. My name is Paul. And incorrect, Wayne. It's Thor, colon, Love, and Thunder. Let's be honest here. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> it is, of course, the 29th film in the MCU yeah, and really? the fourth standalone Thor film. It is directed again by Taika Waititi, written by he and Jennifer Caitlin Robinson. It is produced by Kevin Feige and Brad Winterbaum and stars Chris Hemsworth. Christian Bale, Tessa Thompson, Natalie Portman, Jamie Alexander, and Taika Waititi himself. It is 119 minutes long. The budget was, given that Ragnarok was 180 million way, was this one worth? Well, in the Hollywood system, you try again, they tend to give you more. Yep. Uh, let's go with 200. 250 million dollars! And it took three... Here's the only financial stat. We're recording very early this weekend, having just seen it in Wayne's case and myself. Oh, yeah, I saw it hours ago, people. Last night. Three million dollars, which isn't much in world parlance terms, but is the second highest opening day gross for a film in cinema history in what, Australia. this movie? Yep. Huh? Yeah. Oh, really? sorry, not cinema history. I, I take it back. In pandemic-affected history. Yeah, 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 the last yeah, yeah. three years, the second Still? biggest opening. Yep. Still? So we'll sure. see whether that, that holds up around. It's $77.6 million after one day, I think Friday, in the States. So we'll see what kind of business it does. But of course, it's going to be a big hit. And it will easily surpass $500 million to take any doubt out whether or not it is a successful film. Wayne, what is it about? Okay, in this film, Thor embarks on a journey unlike any other he's faced, a quest for inner peace. However, his little retirement gets interrupted by Gore the God Butcher, who is a galactic killer, and that person seeks the extinction of all the gods. So to combat the threat, Thor enlists the help of King Valkyrie, Korg, and his ex-girlfriend Jane Foster, who, to his surprise, inexplicably wields his magical hammer. Careful who you live with, fellas. She'll take all your stuff. Oh! Oh, shit! All right, so... The views of Wonder Reviews <laughs> do not necessarily represent Paul Brazil nor the Countdown Movie and TV News podcast together. Okay, yeah, so uh, that's the movie, everyone. Critical Wise... Rotten Tomatoes has this as an approval rating of 68% with an average score of 6.6 out of 10 based on 304 reviews. Metacritic has it as 58 out of 100 based on 59 critics. And CinemaScore thus far are giving a B plus on the A plus to F scale. Hmm. So hmm. not as widely renowned or loved as maybe one might expect for an MCU film. Seems to be falling somewhere in the middle. But first of all, Wayne, how was your viewing experience? What did you find this morning when you saw it on a Saturday morning? Saturday morning, 10 a.m. screening, ladies and gentlemen. Busy? Busy. Uh, actually, I use I do a lot of these 10 a.m. screenings when I don't get time to see the movie in the week. Mm -hmm. And or usually... Or invite to a screener. Uh, oh, Disney, we don't get, take yes, note. Disney, yeah. I don't know what happened. Our rep just quit. Disappeared, yep. Yeah. Uh, and so I usually, I'm in there on my own, especially if it's not a particularly popular movie. However, there were little cunts everywhere. <laughs> I mean children. So it's like... <laughs> I think, yes, there was, and children. <laughs> and children. Uh, so, but I think, mo to be fair, most of them went to see fucking the Despicable... Oh, was it the Minions movie? Oh, you or... mean they weren't in the theatre with no, you? No, no. There was quite a few in oh, the okay, theatre right. with me. In fact, there's quite a few of them playing in front of the... You know, on the floor in front of the screen? Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah, rolling around that and young? shit. That uh, young? Yeah. Oh. They were, like, I don't know what the hell happened, but, you know... That shit normally gives out by six or seven years of age. Exactly. Uh, parents control your goddamn children. Yeah, fair um, enough. So, look, it didn't really get in my way, so fair enough. But, you know, come on. So, uh, yes, my experience was that the cinema was quite full mm. for, for, for a 10 a.m. Which reflects what I was saying about how well this film is doing in Australia, of course, with an Australian in the lead. I saw this last night, sort of arguably oh. prime time. We had to kind of see early evening in uh, sort of a premium cinema, not 
La Cinema Premiere or whatever sure. it is, not the gold class seats, no. but one where they, the legs do go up. So less oh, people, very nice, very nice. virtually every seat in the cinema was was taken. Friday night. And we were sitting sort of towards the back, which I don't normally like to do, but by the time we booked our tickets, all the good seats were really in the middle wow. were taken. Actually, it's an MCU film. I, I went and sat close. down and sat on some prick's bag. And the guy next to me is like, oh, yeah, sorry, man, my, 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 my friend was sitting there. No friend was fucking sitting there. Just dick, dick snap stuck his bag. Oh, and I'm like, here we go. Okay. Really? Him and his, they're late teenagers, early 20s at the eldest. Okay. And they spoke in a normal voice the whole oh. way through the trailers. Another little, another little note. took 30 minutes to get through the queue to get our tickets and to the candy bar. I think our local cinema reading needs to sort of work out some kind of serve yourself option. Oh, dude. Uh, that was the, the machines at the front weren't working for that, so every prick was lined up. Every time I scan my card, I do go to it seven times before it recognizes that I'm a member. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So. By the time we got up there and... The pre-show, normally it's 20 minutes. It was 35 minutes, including Why? trails, before the film actually started. So Mine it's meant to start it? at 6.15. This must be the Friday night prime time. Yeah. It you know didn't sell start all the to almost 6.50 p.m. Fuck. They sell all the advertising on a Friday night. Yeah. No one gives a fuck about 10 a.m. Yeah, on a Saturday. Exactly. So oh. these guys, anyway, they talk the whole way through it at what? a normal fucking level. Why? And they're talking about all the food that they've had. Oh, then I had this for breakfast, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you had that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, I had this, this, this. They weren't massive units, but clearly they were all about their body shape and size. And <laughs> the film starts, and they're still fucking talking at a normal level. And the film opens oh, with a very somber sh- kind yes, of sequence. Yes, it does. And I was, I just had finally, I just said, guys, please, film started. Yes. Oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah sorry. Good for you. The guy two over from him goes, "What do you say? If you want to smash him, <laughs> you're kidding me." Something like that. I couldn't hear the exact words, but the word "smash" was mentioned. What? Like, <laughs> Fuck these little pricks. They said nothing to me after that. But oh my God, have some fucking awareness of yourself. Like every bag opened in a quiet sequence. Oh my God. And then when a certain character comes on screen, they're mm-hmm. like, shoulders aren't defined at all. Oh my God. Are these bros? Yeah. Are these muscle bro Mary yeah. bitches? But they weren't big. Yeah, they're fucking pussies. They're trying I've hard. seen cocks like this. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. What a bunch of dicks. You know, funnily enough, in, in these 10 a.m. screenings, Often there is some community type people like organization like, organization who's who's bringing special needs people yeah, to yeah. the screenings, and the, none of those people were remotely as rude as these two cunts. Yes, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, absolutely, and it wasn't just two. There was like there was like three more to their right. That can ruin your goddamn. The front. That can ruin your night, man. I'm, I'm telling I'm, you. Eventually, but I was, I was stunned to think that no, that's too. They're stupid. They're self absorbed dickheads yep. who probably have. What, what I was call, very close to going. I'm just gonna get up and go and fucking call, get the manager in to tell them yeah. to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Very close. Yeah. And then I heard, heard a story, I can't remember, I think maybe it was our friend Jason from Binge Movies where he was in the cinema where loud, fucking obnoxious, uh, <laughs> older teenage yeah. women. Oh. And the guy somewhere near him eventually just fucking called the, the manager from in the theatre and said, there's some bitches in here causing... <laughs> <laughs> manager came in and fucking told him to shut up with their mouth off back and kicked him out. Good on the manager. Yeah. yeah. So. And the guy who called. Yeah. Anyway, anyway uh, that's the cinema experience. What about the actual fucking movie? Uh, what did you think, <laughs> Wayne, of Thor, Cole, and Love and Thunder? All right. So I even all the way through this movie, I'm thinking one thing, and then and and that is, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. You know, is it is it a bad movie? No. It has many elements that dazzle, but it does not dazzle as a whole. And you want it to shine. You don't want to settle for mostly okay for a Marvel film, especially because. This came after Thor Ragnarok, yeah, yeah. and I want to like it because of the goodwill Thor Ragnarok gave me. Thor Ragnarok was awesome, and it was awesome on a different level to Marvel movies. 
It didn't mean that much, but I had such a good time. I don't care. Well, actually, I think it did have a lot of implications. Ragnarok. I mean, it, it did, it, but like it, it destroyed it, Asgard. Yeah, and I suppose you're it, right. It set things really in motion. Or the last was a big setup for a. It was Thor setting him up, and then it, it kicks things off for Infinity War and the absolute momentum train that that film was. So uh, now that you mentioned that, yes, but what I what I think I mean is that. As much as it did set up like precedents and whatever and plot lines, it all took a backseat to the amount of fun I was having sure. with the movie. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yes, it can do both. So I'm I'm expecting at least something along those lines for this one. Right over here, I mean, I think that oddly disjointed some of the scenes, mm. um, some of the pa- not even the pacing. What I'm I think I was, I was trying to think about what is the problem I'm having with this. And I think this is what it is is that. When you have a character like Thor and you're playing him for laughs, okay? Yeah. You need a suitably spiky someone playing opposite him, like yes. Hela or y- or Yoloki or someone that's actually a threat so that Thor is not just grandiose. I thought of it slightly differently. Yeah. But along the similar lines. Yeah, yeah, tell me. It's not so much the villain, but I think you need someone in his circle who's as powerful or more so to kind of keep him in check. Yes, you've got to bring him in. So Hulk in Ragnarok? Yes. Hulk and Loki in Ragnarok. Loki and Loki in, in the previous films to yeah. some, to a greater or lesser degree. I just think without that, and the first one's fine for Thor to be a fish out of water, but by film four, it's starting to get it where a little thin. That's what it is. And the, the I mean, I don't know how you'll feel about this. To say nothing of Infinity War, Avengers. Right well, now. the bits that were funny, I did laugh at. Oh, there were three or four bits in this movie. One in particular, which we'll get into in spoilers, yeah. where I absolutely pissed myself Yeah, I laughing. lost it a couple times. But the theatre, as I was saying, which was very full, there were titters and there was a, a mm. few, but there wasn't this raucous laughter. There wasn't, at no point did this film make the entire cinema break out in laughter. And that's a Taika Waititi film. And I think what you're also, if, if I may, what mm. you're also circling Please, around yeah. when you say disjointed, I think this film tries to do too many things. I think this film wants to be too many different genres at different times and it whipsnaps between these. So, hey, comedy. Oh, pathos. Hey, action. Oh, a little bit of horror. That's right. Too many. Too many things and it doesn't gel together. No, and I remember going all the way through this. It's, I don't know how I think this, but this is the this is the impression I got. Rom-com even at one point. Yes, this movie goes rom com which I don't mind, but here's the thing. The, the Jane character is no Hulk is no Loki. You mean? Agreed. It's the, it, it, it doesn't grain him well, in at all. She's learning her craft. Exactly. She's brand new to being a superhero. And that's what it was. I think a lot of it was not that earned, Paul. I think that she was all of a sudden like... Yeah, well, I mean? let's come back to that. That's probably a spoiler, but I know what you're saying. All right. So let me just say one more thing. Uh, and that is that the movie felt... I don't know why, but it felt small to me. It felt lower stakes to me. Thor Ragnarok and so on was like... Which is odd because this is talking about killing all the gods versus... One world. Well, that's being it. Destroyed. None of us are gods, mm. so it's like only threatened to the gods, which I know we still don't want. But now that you see that the gods are kind of assholes, maybe you don't care. You know what I mean? It's not so. It means less or something. I'd be willing to sacrifice a, f- a couple of football gods at this point in time. I have to say, <laughs> <laughs> Paul's having a bad week on the football game. Week. Paul's, or whatever. Paul's having a bad two decades two in decades, football. You reckon? So there you go. <laughs> Sport people shit. Uh, yes. Yeah, so no, I agree with you. This is about half as good as the previous one. Uh, no, I don't think it's that bad. Yeah. But I don't think it's that great either. It's absolutely middling Marvel. Once again, phase four. I expected a lot more. It's time, people. Enough with this aimless kind of bobbing around, directionless shit. Bring on a big threat. Reunite the universe in some way, shape or form, Marvel. That's my big takeaway. That's the problem, isn't it? There's no thought. There's no Thanos at the end of no. this thing. So Thanos now was what teased are we doing? all the way back in what, Avengers? Was that yeah. the first time Ten we saw years, it? Ten years, bro. 
Ten years. So what are we doing here? We've we've now had is it three years since Endgame? Nothing's come out of the woodwork to kind of say here's what we're doing next. No big threat. No arcing, bringing everything together, and it's lacking that cohesive element. We have, we really cannot identify any through line, can we? I thought it was going to be Kang. Well, the the multiverse thing is an aspect they've introduced. Yep. But it doesn't. It's aimless. It, like you said, yep. it's, it's it doesn't really have a have a end game, shall we say? Um, and so. which is fine for what I guess Marvel have reverted to doing. Not Marvel, sorry, uh, DC have reverted to doing because they've gone. Oh, we tried to copy Marvel. That didn't fucking work. All right, let's just release some standalone films and maybe occasionally have a little crossover. See, that's it. They DC. But this is what Marvel seem to be doing now themselves. Yeah, but the thing is, Marvel have have the uh, Marvel are actually all of those movies are connecting to each other. But there's well, they nothing, were well. But you could still say Thor is the same Thor from the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like so. Yes. Whereas I mean, DC's a whole different guy, a whole different universe, whole different nothing, man. Like like Batman, the last, the Batman, ain't got shit to do with the well, Dark Knight. If, if we ever see the Flash, it's still going to be Ezra Miller. Well, that's the thing. They just but there's one more crisscrossing all over. Gone forever. They go on forever. Man, you know what's happening with that film? I reckon the DC guys are just going, "What the fuck are we? This is the show where we bring back Michael Keaton, the Batmobile, fucking, this, yeah. and it's like this motherfucker keeps fucking up." Yep. Uh, anyway, anyway, so yeah, I guess we're in a very similar boat. It's a question of how our scores will land, but let's uh, find all that out. Obviously, you're going to see this. If you're a Marvel fan. You're going to go and see this film, and you should. It still has some spectacular sequences. Has some great visual flourishes. Agreed. Agreed. It does have some good laughs in there. Just. That half the laughs, I would say, give or take, just land with an absolute thud. Mm. It's almost like Taika was trying too hard. He wasn't reined in enough. He lost. Something got lost. Yep. Something got lost. Or it's just, it's just the first time I see it, it's so fresh and new. And you know, remember the opening of Ragnarok when he's dangling the chain and can't remember what the name of the demon is. Oh, dude, that was, so, that was so inspired. And it goes a different direction with this film opening on a very somber note. But that worked. That was fine. No problem at all. Christian Bale's good in the movie. Yeah, it's fine. It's uh, I think Natalie Portman's good. I think Chris Hemmer, obviously, Thor's is like his second skin now. He knows how to play this role. Valkyrie's still hot AF and mm. awesome. And, like, he's fucking huge, man. Oh Chris God. Hemsworth is fucking huge. Is, is he, he playing ever? He does his Hulk Hogan fucking body shit. That's what's happening right is there. Is he playing Hulk Hogan? I think he? he is, yeah. Yeah, well, that would make perfect sense. All right, so what well, I guess what I'm saying here is, yeah, check it out if you're at all interested. But if you're not, if for whatever reason you're listening to this, and you're like, I don't really like Marvel films. It says nothing to change your mind here. In fact, it would only probably drive you further away. Agreed. So, all right, well, let's get into spoilers on the other side of Drac. You can't handle the truth. Well, the truth is that the MCU seems to have lost its way. I don't know what's going on anymore. What, when, when are we going to get something that is really and truly interesting? But let's get back to this film, Wayne. What mm. spoiler-filled elements do you want to talk about? Okay. A little clarification required here. Mjolnir. So we see in this film, it's the one that Hela broke and it's pieces that come back together and then yep. Natalie, that's all hers. Uh, did he not get Mjolnir back after uh, Endgame when he went into the past and got it back and then he brought it back and then Cap's wielding it? Oh, Cap's got Mjolnir now. That's why he hasn't got it and he has to look at this. I can't thing. remember, honestly. Yeah. You, you've totally jogged my He's memory. He's got Stormbreaker and Cap took Mjolnir oh, no. and he fucked off somewhere and we don't know where Cap is. Oh, he went back into time. Did he take, did he take Mjolnir with him? He did at the end of did Endgame. Did he? At the, at the end of Endgame? Well, I'm not, I'm not sure if he took it with him, but he was certainly wielding it. And then the idea was that Thor said, here, you take the small one, I'll take Stormbreaker. Yeah. And so that's why he looks now at the original Mjolnir, which was broken. He's like, yes, I yes. knew it. I knew it, yeah. So I think that's why he's got it. So, okay, good. I thought there was a Mjolnir, two Mjolnirs hanging around. Anyway, that's fine. That's fine. Well, yeah, it was broken again. The bit you were alluding to before, which I don't want to forget, yeah. I know that we will if we don't yeah, address yeah. it, is, yeah, we went from this scene of just, so Jane is has stage four cancer and is reads about the Norse gods and what what wielding the weapons can do for you. Yep, goes to New Asgard, 
gets on the tour there because New Asgard's become a bit of a tourist trap. Yep. And they're all hovering around Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. Under glass. Well, the pieces of it under glass. And then it just suddenly starts vibrating. Yep. And cut away. And next thing you know, when Thor is battling Gore. She's she's a hero already. She's already what comes to be known as Mighty Thor. Yes. And you're like, what? I know. She always... This is... Look, I know that's meant to be a big reveal and whoa, but I thought we'd get some kind of montage at least of going back to, to fill that hole in. We never did. They go back... They, they do actually... In conversation only, he says. So how did this? How did you two get together? You know, he's talking about Mjolnir and said, "Well, he, he called to me, and then this, and they they just they gloss but, over but it. They don't see. It. They don't address. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't. Like I said, it's not earned. It's but mm. maybe on some level, I'm like, all right. Well, I'm fine with that if the rest of the movie is so. Like, I don't. I need to see a lot of explanation and exposure exposition if it means I get on with the yeah, movie. I so I don't saying. mind that. But mm-hmm. the thing is, because the rest of it wasn't that good. Yeah, it wasn't a huge bother with me. I was a little bit like, eh, so I knew what you were talking about. The bigger bother for me is the tonal shifts in the movie. Mm. That mm. Didn't flow. Not at all. And how many jokes just fall flat? I'm like, holy shit. They're really reaching for the stars here. And it's just not working anymore. Not all, not all of it. Not the hit rate that Ragnarok had. Not the hit rate that Thor, even in Infinity War, I know he was a very different character in Endgame. So, yeah, I was quite surprised, I have to say. And the guys of the galaxy, why even did they bother? And I was watching that. I was like, did I miss a Guardians movie where they were all together? And No, that's the whole point. But they were kind of promising that and then it never happened. Well, that's it. You had all these people in, like all the Guardians are in there. And they, it's good that they did address that because I think I would rather they showed the Guardians and Thor leaving them so he could have his own movie than them just going, anyway, I hung out with the Guardians and then I stopped. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah, were I know what you're I'd saying. rather they were on screen than off screen, but I know. But it's I like, almost wish there was more of them in a so little more I. of a meaty... That's what I'm trying to... Say. Yeah, I know. And that's what... When you've got such big stars and yeah. they obviously... I think when this was filmed, they actually braved the two weeks of like... They did. COVID. They yeah. all came in for that and some of their shots are literally like three shots. Well, this... Yeah, I mean, I, I actually... The scene where... um. Star Lord is like you look into the eyes of the people you love, and he's looking past Thor, and Thor's like swanning into. That the- would have been really funny that if not for the trailer, the trailer. Which spoiled it. But I thought I still laughed because I forgot, right? And I also avoided all the trailers uh, as much as I could. But I I didn't mind it for that. I'm like, okay, good, have that joke, then fuck him off, and let's see what we can do with Thor. But yeah, you're right. It seems out of place because they're such big staples of the MCU. It almost relegates them. Like I, I if mm. I was all of their agents, I'd be like, hey, I don't know about this, man. But anyway, all right. So we we get past that. So we get our new quadrilogy or whatever people together are quads mm-hmm. so uh, mighty thor valkyrie and korg who re- retains a very big role in this film he's a bit of a fan favorite fine that's not, not a worry. for me well i can take a leave korg let me tell oh, you oh takes get your i can't understand what he's takes. saying off the fucking time Whoa, not because can't of, handle the truth not because of the accent to be Holy clear shit. it's because i actually found the sound mix a bit Tough. I was like, what? What, did, what did he just say that? When he was Take just, it back. When he was just a face, he said some shit while he was on the back of what's her name's head. Valkyries, yeah. And I'm like, what did he just I just fucking didn't hear it. I couldn't hear it. I'm like, well, I didn't understand it rather. Well, I heard maybe it. Your, maybe it's your screen. Maybe, I heard maybe it. also just I'm getting fine. I'm getting old. So um, you know, there's that. But uh yeah, I mean the the the, the foursome, yes. It's because I go chasing the kids because well, the kids all get taken. Korg is just a cracker who's a stone. He doesn't really belong belong in the world of the gods. And then he gets destroyed by Zeus, who I must admit, I found very amusing. Oh, God. Russell Crowe was hilarious, all right? Yeah. And what, what accent is he doing? Some odd, Greek. like, Greek? Oh, of course, he's, he's a, a Greek, Greek god. god. That's hilarious. It was really funny. God, he's fat. 
Um, yeah. And well, we do that from whatever that unhinged or whatever that movie was. No, but like he just back. refuses to lose any fucking weight. You're and playing like, a god, you, fat ass. Well, <laughs> you're playing the father of the gods who, or the boss of the gods, and who is just apparently. I love the bit where Thor's like, "I modeled lots of myself on this man." Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be an orgy. That's right. <laughs> <Setting> <laughs> Greek. Well, I know. But the biggest belly laugh I got out of the entire film was by Russell Crowe. Yeah, which one? Can I borrow? What was the the lightning Remember thing? The, the thunderbolt or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. And he's like, so he starts spinning it around, doing all these elaborate tricks and whatever else. And then he throws it away. No! <laughs> you laughed at that? Perfectly played. Okay. Very funny. You know what it was? When he was doing all the tricks with the lightning bolt, I'm like, this is going on a bit long. Yes, that, was, that was the joke. I know, but I'm, you know what? This is something I had a problem with this, this film. Is when you talk about tonal shifts, right? Screaming goats. <laughs> The screaming goats were pissing me off for about a second, but then by the end of the movie, the ah sort of became like a herald. Like they, they sort of like that well, there was one. Them. There was one very funny moment where they ran into the planet. And it was, oh yeah, that was hilarious because it looks like ah! yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. So they used that. What I'm saying here is that like Taika Waititi's usual sort of the the thing that, about Taika Waititi is he hasn't got an American sense of humor. He's got sort of a well, I guess a New Zealander sense of humor, but like it's it's closer to the Aussie sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. That was not as prevalent here. I I didn't no, think no, no, again, it was there, but it didn't work as well. How's that? Like, yeah, like I said, for every joke that hit, there was one that landed with a thud. Yeah, I, I guess I'd rather talk about the ones that, that hit for me. Sure. And the Stormwielder, Stormbreaker. What's the name of Stormbreaker? Stormbreaker being jealous of Mjolnir. Okay, that was funny. That was funny because it just swanned into view after he's talking and then to turned to look at him. That's right. That was really good, and I was pissing myself with that, going, "This is funny now." And even on the boat when he's like, you know, on the ship, he's saying, "Hey, are we good?" You know, he's yep. talking to it like it's a lover. Yeah, I'm sitting there going, "How do I feel about this?" And then, I, and at the end of the scene, I said, "No, it's fine. It's fine." I liked it all. I thought too. We've never had a beer before. How about have your first and beer? He just pulls the fucking. Was, beer. Like, it, it, was the implication then that it crashed because it was drunk? I, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Uh, if so, that was a bit too tenuous for me, but. It played slightly long, I might say, but I didn't mind it. I'm yep. fine with it. I I wondered how you'd feel about that actually, because because it, it's like it's a, it's a hard card to play. It's a very hard. No, those that bit there was another bit where where Mjolnir popped into view, and I'm like, that no, was yeah, the bit where he, that that was really funny, and that's what I like about it. I think the the problem that I had was was remember when everything turned black and white because they went yep. to the shadow realm or yep. whatever. I was like. I'm having no fun watching this. It's black and white, and it's very stark, and it's very dank, and it's not vast. It's well, very, it's, it's black. Well, it was, it was notable, I think, and, and played well from a visual point of view in making its point. And like, there was a little bit of blue, a little bit of yellow from the thunderbolt, and all the rest from of the it. light from the Olya. Yeah, that was that's fine. I, I like that visual flourish personally myself. It worked for me. Yeah. But again, we we slid into this view where so Gore's got them all captured, hung up by tentacles, and he wants Stormbreaker so that he can get Go to, to eternity. Yep. In order to kill all the gods, because machinations, MacGuffin, eternity grants one wish to whoever finds it. I assumed that the Sentinel thing was one of the the big head. The, the living tribunal uh, was from Eternals. Like, yeah, apparently it is, but they've they've changed the um they've changed the, the comic lore a little bit because okay. that living was supposed to be like the the guy, right? But they've made I don't know. Look, I don't know it well enough. I'm sure there's some geeks out there always go, "You you're wrong, dickhead." Yeah, yeah. There's I mean I don't mind that they can do they can take whatever. But it was they very it's very dark moment. You know, it's kind of torturing and tormenting them and the kids no not the kids the kids that they tried to they tried to soften that part when he tried to talk to them and tell them a story and be all goofy and shit here here's a head like and i'm like oh, that didn't work for me the, the problem with that villain i think is that you are completely on like that a beginning when the, yep. the somber beginning where his child dies that's horrendous i felt her terrible for him and then when he kills the god who's also a cunt yep. like i'm like good 
right? So now I'm on his team, but it's not in a Thanos way where he's pure. The the sword has corrupted him, and now he's just evil. Yep. So when he's there talking to the kids and trying to like, but he draws the line at being bad to kids. So it's kind of this weird sort of neutered note. Well, he if you if you consider him, well, he didn't hurt any of the kids no, directly. But he did like sort of decapitate something in front of them, and yeah, but he was doing that as a story time, trying to delight them. Was he? Yes. No, I thought he was trying to torture them. Nah, really? No, I think he was trying to. Try. No, I thought he was being nasty. But oh, if that was being nasty. That's even worse. That scene failed dismally. Just kill decapit- a kid. Just kill a fucking kid. No, that's what I mean. Like maybe because he he lost his own child, he he. No, that, that's, that's where he draws the line. That's what I was saying. I think he was trying to placate. Them. Oh, okay. That's the way I read it. I, I, I took I it like he was. I, I took it like wrong. he was just like tormenting them a bit. Right. Because he was like. Ah! And, you know, and he sort of laughed at it, and he took a delight in their, in their terror. So I don't know because he's know. just yeah. You could be absolutely right. But that's what I mean. The but character- I think the scene's even worse. Well, the 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 um the god butcher person is it's not personal to Thor, other than um one god gave me the shit, so now all gods can get fucked. Yep. So now it's like okay, and then you know fucking Zeus says, well he can't get to us here unless he gets to the Eternals, and he's very confident about that, and it's like. Mm, you know, you should take a bit more fucking care about this, mate. I'm pretty sure they'd take a little bit more interest. I would agree, but that's the machinations of the plot, right? Guns and Roses? How much money do you reckon they made out of this movie? Oh, dude. Um, Holy shit. How many times do we go back to that well? Yeah, but I'll tell you something. Fucking delightful. I, I love, like... Whoa. I love... The, if you if This you, would have been Wayne 25 years ago going, fucking Guns and Roses again, you cunts? It was it was because Paul played shit like Faith No More all the fucking time, all right? <laughs> And in every party, it was them, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and your mother snatched. Fucking all those things <laughs> gave me the shits, all right? So it was... What <laughs> your major malfunction, but, no nuts? But given the context of time, Paul, now the the, 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 the hairband metal thing is now a gag in Thor Ragnarok, and I actually quite like that. It's the closest thing that was like that to the previous film. So to this film, yeah. you know, so I was just amazed. Like the first time, I, oh yeah, cool. Second time, Paradise City with a new Paradise outside. City, yeah, yeah Guns okay, and Roses, yeah, 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 and then okay. they met Axel. The kid's name is Axel. Yeah. He's referring to Axel Rose, you know. So it's like that was. I actually didn't mind that at all. And in fact, that's the the, the stylistic choice that I did like. There's the other stylistic choices that I didn't like, like the black and white thing. That was they were in you know sort of opposition to each other for me. What did you think at the very end then? So all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's talk about this, all right? And obviously, we're going to talk about sports here for the end credit sequences as well. So Gore, somehow, in a very silly moment when Thor infuses all the kids with his power and they fight back against the nightmare. You had a problem with that, didn't you? Oh, of course I did. Not one fucking kid dies. There you go, everyone. One kid uses his teddy bear to kill off these monsters that have been killing people all around the universe. Like, oh, come on. Anyway, moving past that. that, Yeah, yeah. So Mighty Thor, Jane Foster, sacrifices herself, knowing that cancer will take her if she goes to help Thor. And lucky she did because Gore was going to win, which, okay, not sure I'd buy that, but anyway. You should be happy at least she's that she didn't laying make it. there. Yeah. And Thor has Gore defeated. Doesn't step on his head and break his head open and or or snap him in two or break his back or snap both his legs. When the entire universe's gods are at stake, himself included, Thor walks away and goes over to Jane Foster. Mm. And Gore goes, Oh shit, the doorway's open. I'll just mosey on in, shall I? Well very dumb. The, you, okay, on one hand. I was sitting there going, if Jane all of a sudden becomes better because of some divine intervention or she's a god or something, that's going to be shit. Because now there's like, it's no stakes. It's like, oh, if you're doomingly ill, all you have to do is become a god. It's not the right message. So the, the fact that she did pass is good in terms of storytelling. And I thought that you would like that. Because if they bitched out on that, you would have thrown up, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, and I fully expect them to. Yep. So the, Okay. So that's one thing. Secondly, 
Yeah, you're right. God Butcher turns up, still seemingly, although the sword curse is broken by, by that stage or whatever, he's just there and I'm going to now ask, uh, presumably he's asking the Eternals to kill all gods. Yep. And then, yeah, you're right. Thor should have just lopped his head off or whatever, but he didn't do that. I'm going to go hang out with Jane. But like, if you think about it from a hero's point of view, the most compassionate response to this situation is him actually going back to Jane. That's the end of a movie. Him lopping the head off. It would have taken one second. Bam. All right, now go over to Jane. Yeah. It w- oh, again, it's just the, a weak bit of writing. The bigger issue, I think, is that now the God Butcher, who has his wish of anything chooses to wish for his child to come back. Can't he wish for us both to not die? Yeah. <laughs> Can't he just go, okay, let her come back to me and let me live with her. Let us both be yes. immortal. He could have asked for maybe, anything. Maybe that's two wishes. I don't know. <laughs> if you frame it without saying the word end. Well, did he? Was he going to die? We both shall be alive together for eternity. Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all semantics. Like you, and, and, but the thing is, though, was he dying when he was asking? I think so. Oh, all right. Why? Because the, the the sword was, had been corrupting him when the sword was broken. And he's about to die. Yeah. It's oh, kind of like okay. Jane letting go of the hammer. and. Uh, yeah, look, it didn't work. Uh, I'm sitting there going, um, look, I, I get you wanting your daughter to have survived or whatever, but isn't there a much bigger wish where none of this shit ever happened and we never got poor and we never got fucked up and we never Maybe. knew about the... You know, I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, so there's that. But the, the real ending, Paul, is that take care of my daughter, Thor. Thor's like, word. It's like, well, I will because it's actually my daughter in real life. Oh, is that her? Yeah. Oh, good one. I think his son actually played him running as a child as well. Oh, is that right? Yeah, okay. the beginning, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you've got this this sort of domestic goddess kind of scene where he's like, yeah, you put your shoes on this, that. And I'm sure every father can agree, can can, I, can identify with, I don't want to put my yeah, shoes at on. The, right? at current, my daughter, who's nine, <laughs> refuses to wear anything that has longer than short shorts. Oh, really? Because it's not, it's, ironically, it's not cool. Of course, it's cold. It's the middle of fucking winter. And she wants short shorts. She, yeah, well, short, just short, like, because yeah, no, none of the girls in her school wear anything, like, they, they always wear the bare minimum to oh, really? school. And I'm like, you know, At nine? Yeah. And not because they're trying to attract, No, no, I don't think just so. Because it's just what, the style. I don't like things on my legs. I'm like, what? It's fucking winter. Yeah, at anyway. least, anyway, maxi skirt, come on, remember the 90s? Anyway, um, <laughs> all right. so all right, so that thing where he's like, okay, now she's his daughter, that localizes the Thor thing very much for me. It's like, oh wait, he was a god, he was aimless, he kills people, now he's got this kid to take care of, and then at the end, she apparently is imbued with some kind of magical power or something, I don't know what happened. Because she was created by the gods, brought back from the dead by the gods. And what she by eternity or whatever it's called. Mm, Alright, yeah. fine, I guess I could go with that. But then it's like him and her running out and taking out... The, the yeah. taking... Do you think we had too many shots of them leaping high into the air over the, like, the Thor Ragnarok shot, which was gorgeous, being just repeated ad nauseum in this movie? Um, I actually enjoyed them because I was finding other aspects of the movie underwhelming. So to me, you're probably right, but I didn't mind them. Alright. Um, That's pretty yeah. much it from me. Can Any you else? tell me though, I only stayed for one end credit scene. Oh, really? So yeah. You missed the second one. I missed the second one. So second can you one, tell me what happened? Well, sec- so tell me the first one first. The first one is, so Zeus is not dead. You think he's been killed by Thor. Right. And he sets his son, who's, what's his name from Ted Fucking Lasso. Ted Lasso. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? I, his son being Hercules to track down and kill Thor, which presumably will be the next I can't believe they Thor chose film. him to be Hercules. Yeah. I can't believe they did. Is it Brett something? Brett something. something. That yep. guy. He's not Hercules, man. Fucking Ted fucking Lasso. Yeah. Fucking Ted also yep. fucking. So there's that. What happened in the th- second Jane's Jane's essence coalesces into a you know she sprinkled into gold dust. Yeah, the gold dust sprinkles back into a human at the gates of Valhalla, and Heimdall meets her there. Much smaller looking Heimdall, but thinner, svelte Heimdall. And says, wait, 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 wait. Welcome. You died a warrior's death, and you're now in Valhalla. 
Oh, so they all made. Oh, that's pretty good. So, I wish I'd stayed around for that. Yep. Um. Oh, bugger. Wow. So it comes back into Jane, and Jane turns up and meets Heimdall, and yep. they're all happy in Valhalla. Yeah, basically. Interesting. Interesting. And and Lady Sith, armless uh, now, and she's. I, I like the fact that she recuperated and is now still teaching Part little Asgard. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Overall, just look. I'm. I'm not going as far as to say underwhelming. Okay. But I'm going as far as to say this is this is like a significant drop from Ragnarok. Um, and therefore, what are you giving it score wise? Fifty eight. Well, I'm I'm going slightly higher than you. Right. I'm going a flat sixty. Yeah, it's around right right about the same right level right for right me right as Multiverse of Madness. I like elements of them, <sighs> not enough I, to pass it, but there's nothing here to be wildly ecstatic about. Nor I think I like sl- Multiverse slightly more, enough, but again, enough. my expectations were nowhere near as high. Fair enough. Then that's our final thoughts on Thor, colon, Love and Thunder. What do you think? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Did you find so much more to enjoy about or did you hate it so, so much? Let us know via email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com. You can check out our fledgling website at thecountdownpodcast.com and follow us on Podbean where we host the show. That is it for us today. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. Ballsy. Stupid, but ballsy. Doing the same thing and trying to hope that lightning strikes twice. We'll catch you next time. See ya. Okay.